Hello. Hello, Michael. I'm back. You're back. It is I, Josh Maximus Disturbius, your houseius. I'm here to talk to you, my long lost podcast host, Michael, the king of holiday cheer. Feels like I haven't talked to you in over a year. I've missed you. I've been doing Christmas stuff. But although, because of COVID time dilation, it might have been an actual year since we've talked. So Possibly. I've invited you to have an awkward fireside chat with me, like that family member you haven't seen in a year that has to pretend that they care about you. How, how are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Honestly, it's uh, kind of bad, but as of Christmas, I was looking forward to Boxing Day the most, but... There's nothing wrong with that. So did Santa commit breaking the entering at your house, too, mm-hmm. or they need all your food? Or was that just my drunk uncle that came down my chimney? No, no, no. <laughs> there, there was breaking and entering, and uh, he, he ate some stuff. No, perfect. Perfect. So did you get anything notable? Anything great? Anything you're just like, yes, Christmas has come because I got things? I mean, just like PC upgrades, which is kind of like yeah. the eternal thing this year. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, and you know. I've gotten a bunch of upgrades for Christmas. You got, I got a nice capture card thanks to a certain person on this podcast that wasn't me. Wait, who was it? Oh, we all know. <laughs> Somebody with a little twinkle in his eye. Shit, it must have been the editor. Yeah, the editor. Our mysterious editor. You know, we don't always think about him, but he's there in our hearts. <laughs> so, this year, I wanted to just, you know... To close it out, 2020. I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff for 2020. We tried Game of the Year, which is next week, which is exciting for us. But I wanted to actually be 2021 before we discuss 2020 games. Because like literally something came out, I think, two weeks ago that I wanted to do. Plus, Cyberpunk needs to be played before that. So I've decided to have an awkward Christmas gathering conversation with you called Your Family Member Josh Here Interrogates You About Random Things. Okay. And it'll be super awkward and it's going to be fun. But I figured, hey, people know our game opinions, but there's a few things in there, you know, that I'm just make people invite them into our family a little bit, you know, pull up the chair, get them an eggnog and get to know Michael, my glorious podcast host. (laughs) So now that you're all thinking about Christmas, you know, I'm going to take off my sweater here. I'm going to lean back. I'm going to grab my tea. I've got this nice fire on my second monitor for you. You're welcome. Set in the mood, you know? Pretend like I'm that uncle that, like, just never listened to anything you had to say for the other 11 months of the year. Wait, this, this uncle's so, listening in the one month? That's that's a step up. Well, he's drunk enough to, like, mm. you know, forget that so he could be doing something really else. So he's not really listening, fine. just kind of. <laughs> he's listening like a council listens to you. They feel obligated. Okay. You know? Exactly. So, so the first thing we're gonna start off hot. So, how do you feel so far about this podcast? Are we just contrarian pricks sometimes? Are people actually allowed to have opinions on the internet? I mean, depends on your definition of contrarian pricks. Uh, opinionated. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like kind of, but I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah, I feel like that's the nice thing too. That I think we found a, a good spot here. To where, like, we're not afraid to have opinions. 
We're also not trying to have opinions for the sake of having them either, right? Like, we're not trying to just be contrarian. We're just being honest. I, I feel like we found the middle ground between the, like, I hold all of the mainstream opinions to not try and piss people off and try to have the largest market share, and the, I put a hot take that I don't really agree with in my YouTube title to try and get views. I feel like we're somewhere in yeah. the middle, and I like that. <laughs> Yeah, we're in the middle. We're at that point where it's just like, you know what? We're allowed to have our opinions. And then sometimes they change, right? Like like Breath of the Wild for me this year. I want to go back and actually play that game now. And with the capture card, I'm going to record it. And I'm going to show you how the tutorial doesn't show up. I'm still I'm still adamant blind. that the game doesn't point you well. You're just blind. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, I am probably blind. But no, I even had a uh, conversation with a family member of the break about this who listens to the show out of the goodness of his heart. And, uh, you know, I feel like we've, we found our spot. So I just want to make sure that we're on the same page here. You know, yeah. I'm not I the mean, star on the lens. So this is perfect. I, I feel like, I feel like it keeps getting better. I feel like as we get more into the guru of things, things get better. And I think that the podcast is going well. It's just adding more stuff on top of that, bringing it yeah, coming, which, coming to video to a yeah. YouTuber phone near you, which should be, if planned out well and my computer doesn't explode when I put new parts into it should be next yeah. week, which is amazing. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. The other big thing. So everyone's got a backlog. Christmas is backlog town. Did you have anything set aside from your backlog? Like what's your number one backlog game that you're itching to get into? You know, I have like 50 games on my backlog and my plan is, if you had asked me like a month ago was to play these games over Christmas because I was going to get to be get through one or two of them. And then I made the mistake of installing a Minecraft mod pack and these backlogged games haven't happened. <laughs> this is perfect. I have this on my chart of interrogation here. <laughs> Quote, what the fuck is that thing you've been doing in Minecraft? <laughs> uh, what, what do you want to know? <laughs> Just for the people who don't know that Minecraft can be, you know, industrial complex simulator, <laughs> like, <laughs> like explain yourself. So I've gone back and it's the pack's probably like five years old at this point, something like that. And I've been playing a pack called Project Ozone 2. So it's a mod pack that has a whole bunch of extra mods in it. And it's a skyblock pack. So you spawn on like a tiny little island in the sky and you have to build yourself out and do like all your resource generation things. And then this pack, because apparently the developers knew that there's people out there like me that are weird and hate our spare time, uh, built something called Kappa mode, which basically just makes everything more expensive and less efficient. So you get less of a resource and it's harder to generate. And I decided to go and start that up. And the part that you're probably referring to is the fact that when I was looking for a way to farm trees, I didn't think that any of the existing ways in the pack were efficient, so I coded a program using the computer system in that game. And I feel like this is a perfect thing that separates us and makes us an individual's is that there's no way in hell I would ever do that. <laughs> That is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. What? I only spent like, like I only spent like a day learning how to code a computer a, a different programming language and programming a robot to walk around and chop down trees. 
Now, I've saved my big question about this mod pack for today. Okay. Is there any actual benefit to Kappa mode? Does it add anything extra to the game, or is it literally there just to make it harder? It's just there to make it harder. God, moving on. <laughs> Everything has been explained. You, you know that whenever I launch a brand new game, I slide the difficulty bar all the way up, right? Yes, like, I, I realized that. Like, God of War on Give Me God of War doesn't add anything to the game, unless you count achievements, but doesn't add anything to the game from Give Me a Story. Yeah. But you, just, you just like the yeah, pain. It's, well, not, it's just, it's a different experience. Like, the thing, and I've played a lot of modded Minecraft. Um, but the thing is, is a lot of mod packs, you can just skip things. So you just kind yeah. of do the bare minimum in something and then can jump to the next level. And you don't have to actually properly do it. And the actual reason I'm playing this, like, intense difficulty is because it doesn't let you do that. You have to actually do everything properly and like automate things and go through that way because you can't actually do things manually because everything's so expensive. So it actually like that that's it incredible. changes the way you play the game beyond just like yeah, making like, things take longer. Yeah. Which see see my my limit is very hard mode. I don't purposely go to do mods to make my thing harder usually. Like like Cyberpunk on very hard is really good. Dishonored cranked up all the way is like perfect to me. But yeah, I, I had to. I mean that Minecraft Mad Pock is insane. I mean it's it's like it's very different <clears throat> from like your difficulty in Cyberpunk like that or something like that. Because it's less so about like it physically being hard and more it being about like optimization. Like, you have to figure out the best way to do yeah. things and how to, like, make things sustainable. And the big thing of the mod pack is trying to make things function idly. So you want everything to function without you actively inputting into it. Which is where, like, yeah. that design is and where, like, yeah, I learned a programming language to design a turtle. But now I type in and start that turtle's program and it will just farm trees for as long as I'm on. Which is incredible. That That's awesome. So... Speaking of other games, too, is there a game actually coming out here in the next couple months that you actually are looking forward to? I mean, is Silk Song ever coming out at this point? I don't I don't know. That hurt. Why did you have to remind <laughs> me that Silk Song isn't coming out? I mean, there was like <laughs> there's like Silk Song, like the, the ones that jump out are Silk Song, because I assume we're getting that next year. I hope. Mm -hmm. Um ragnarok and forbidden west yeah those yeah the new god of war new horizons gonna be big but obviously we don't have any kind of idea like super hyped for fable 4 but i assume that's probably a 2023 game based on yeah, how 22, light yeah. the trailer was like if that trailer had had some substance to it it would have been different mm. but i'm super hyped for it but it's probably just like a couple years out or even like everyone who's getting hyped about the riot mmo that game's probably like nine years ten years out still and i'm yeah. excited for it and i'll probably play that game when it comes out but we're just waiting yeah so yeah it's, it's been weird i feel like i feel like i don't actually know that much about what is coming out next year if that I makes don't think sense there is much announced yet there's not like a ton and even with horizon and god of war we're not 100 percent sure what the actual release date on a lot of this stuff is so yeah, I mean, 
I just, I feel like it's kind of hard because, like, there isn't, as far as, like, the PS5 Xbox Series X games, it's just God of War and Horizon Zero, or Horizon Forbidden West. But, like, I'm sure there's other games outside of that that I'm still excited for. Right? It's just, like, a lot of these games I wind up finding out about, like, a couple weeks before because that's when, like, your hype kind of hits top levels, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe Dungeon Defenders Awakened will finally be, like, release ready in 2021. Maybe he says to himself while playing a sad violin. <laughs> Alternatively, we could just go back and play Dungeon Defenders one again. Yes, my computer <laughs> should be hooked up to my TV in my living room, too, by the time I get this upgrading done. So I can start playing things on my TV in my living room. Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, yes. I am so excited for that game. Especially, too, because we can actually record that. So that'll be perfect. That'll be good content. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that'll be a, that'll be a lot of fun. Now, I want to go non-game related for a minute. For some information. I'm not going to be asking your address or any of that kind of stuff, but I want to get people to kind of get into your brain a little bit more. Learn who we are as people better. So, five music artists you like. Go. Doesn't have to be top five, just five. Uh, Best music artist of all time is John Bellion. It's not close. Man has not put out a bad song ever. Um, big Astrid S fan. Astrid S is great. I didn't know why you were sending me this music, and then I got it, and it's incredible. <laughs> um, <laughs> and F's really good. I haven't listened to much of him recently because, like, the album I kind of wore out, but is really good. You mean your thousand plays of one album might have worn it out? Are you sure? I don't think I broke a thousand <laughs> on it. <laughs> Maybe 500 and something. Who knows? Maybe 500 and something. <laughs> I've been really liking Phineas, too, recently. That's sweet. sweet. I also just, like, one more. generically like country music. Like, something like Luke Combs. I can't believe you, Mr. Like, you have all these, like, sweet indie artists you listen to, you Minecraft nerd and all this other stuff, and then you just, like, generic country music. Hell so, yeah. like, the poppiest, cheesiest country music you can find. Hell yeah. The more stuff about me. girls and sundresses and tractors, the more you like it. <laughs> it confuses me. I mean, there's like, there is bad country music, but like, there's a lot of country music I just like. Like Thomas Rhett, Brett Young, Luke Combs, like they're all kind of in the same. They're basically the same artist. <laughs> <laughs> same it's the same part of the corporate machine, but I like this part of the yeah, machine. Yeah, exactly. You get it. You figured it out. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, now we can flip and go to your music tastes that are vastly different than mine. <laughs> oh, you want me to do these five now? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, I was just planning on interrogating you. You flipped the script on me. Okay. So, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> prepare yourselves, people. So, I'm going to go to my so, Spotify White here. Chapel. White Whitechapel is the greatest metal band to have ever existed, and no one will change my mind because you're wrong if you tell me I'm wrong. Um, I've been super into uh, Machine Gun Kelly, the punk album that came out. That that one's real good. Uh, Mike Shinoda has been a big one for me. His post-traumatic album. That one's really good. Um, Sasha Sloan has been a big one for me lately, too. Sasha Sloan's been growing on me. 
I like it's liked really her stuff, good. but it started like auto playing on Spotify and YouTube for me, and it's really good. <laughs> House with no mirrors is just one of those songs Ooh, you just get oh, oofed. Yeah. You just get oofed. Um, also, my number one played artist besides Whitechapel right now is Juice World. <laughs> I've listened to just so much Juice World. <laughs> The song Righteous is already at 180 plays. I've had Spotify for two months. That's I a need lot of plays. I need to be stopped. And is that that's the thing, too, is like I really like metal music. I like like very not hood like rap. Like even Machine Gun Kelly's like very much like not that style of rap. Mm. I like. Like NF is like another big one. I love NF a lot. But then I like this super acoustic mega emo music. Like I still love Dashboard Confessional and Dean Lewis like way too Ooh, much. Hell yeah, yeah. Yep. And Dean Lewis, if there's an acoustic version of the song or a piano version, you have to listen to those versions. It's way better. Mm, way better. It's nice. Just like when you're just thinking about jumping off a bridge and you listen to some Dean Lewis and you're like, yeah, all the way off. Well, I mean, like there's a couple <laughs> artists like that, like Halsey even. I yeah. love all of Halsey's like acoustic versions and like her normal music. I'm like, I'll pass. Yeah. Like that walk the line cover. Oh, that's so good. So good. Oh, so good. Also, on my Whitechapel obsession, I just want to make sure people really understand. I've seen them in concert five times now. I own 12 pieces of band merch. I know the lyrics to all of their music. And with the moment their album, The Valley, came out, the latest one, I listened to it for 14 hours straight on album release day. I might have a problem. So I want to do maybe, maybe. Okay. Now we're going to make some enemies here. I want to make some enemies. Overrated and underrated movies. Um, The entirety of Star Wars is overrated. Amen, brother. Especially like, okay, okay. Seven, eight. I haven't even watched nine. Seven and eight are actively bad. Like, I'm not even I'm not even on the front of like they aren't as good as people think they are. They are actively bad movies. Kylo Ren is the least interesting and believable villain that I've ever seen. Yet somehow he's more believable and interesting than the main character. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is just it's just like the member berries it's just like ooh, ooh, remember this remember that oh remember what we did the first movie we put out for this franchise oh let's do it again except worse the movie's just trying to be nostalgia porn like that's actually what it's trying to be it's nostalgia porn that's worse than the thing it's being nostalgic about by like a mile like i don't even i don't even like the original trilogy that much but i still think they're okay movies yeah like and th- that's like if you want to if you want to talk about 456 456 are good like the original trilogy are good movies i'm not going to argue that 1 2 3 uh, i'll give you that <laughs> like they're they're not bad <laughs> but they're like just there you know, like I wouldn't call those actively bad movies, but they don't deserve the acclaim they have. And like seven, eight, nine, or I assume nine. Haven't seen it. They're actively bad. I had enough with seven. Got part way through eight and was like, you know, I could be doing something else with my life. I could be chewing glass. That might be more satisfying than this movie. 
another movie. We're, I'm just going to piss off everyone with these takes. Um, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> movies are overrated. Skew me, sir. Okay, Skew context me? for this. Have you read the books? No. Okay, your opinion is void. Got it. Okay, so here's why. Here's why I never read the books. Because I've heard that the books are better than movies, and I'm too lazy to read that many books, so I just watch the movies. <laughs> okay, so wh- which is the best movie? Uh, Goblet of Fire. You're close. Or Order of the Phoenix. It's one of those two. Mm, excuse me? I like Order of the Phoenix. Can you take back what you just said? <laughs> I like those two. Okay. Goblet of Fire so, is my favorite. So... so. Um, the movie, like that movie series peaks in Prisoner of Azkaban. That is the best movie in that series. Goblet of Fire is like really close. And then the movie series drops off a cliff in order of the Phoenix. So the real reason is, is those books were good. And then like, they didn't do the good things out of the books. So you know how in the movie, uh, in order of the Phoenix, Fred and George leave, like quit school with their like fireworks show. Mm-hmm. And then just like fly off and that's the end of it. Like they fly off during the exams. Yeah. In the book, they decide to screw off and they decide to quit school. And what they do is they curse the main hall and turn it into a swamp. That's way different than what happened. They curse the main hall and turn it into a swamp. And so Students have to be rowed across the main hall because it's a swamp and Umbridge doesn't know how to fix it. And because all the teachers don't like Umbridge, none of them will help her. That would have added so, the so main much hall, more. The main hall just stays a swamp for an extended portion of the book. That would have even added a lot to that movie. And like the teachers and Umbridge, that would have been so sweet. Yeah, it's so sweet. And like, that's like one of my favorite parts of the entire series. And then they're just like, nah, fireworks show. Oof. (laughs) Just like, there's just like, I, I, those movies are good. But when you contrast them next to the books, it's just like. You had the answer. Like, like you had your million dollars. And you decided to take a hundred thousand instead. Like gotcha. you had a million dollars right there and you could take all of it and you just took a hundred thousand and left 900 on the table. That's so weird. I didn't know that they, they really deviate that much. eh? Oh yeah. They deviate a, a ton. It's not even just that. That's just like, that's the big one that stands out to me because it's just, it's one of my favorite parts from the books. My like huh. history with these is actually, I watched the first six movies before reading the books. I was mm-hmm. like 12 at this time. And when the seventh one was coming out, I wanted to go to the midnight showing. Okay. Like the midnight. Do you, I don't know if movies still do this, but back when like you had like a midnight showing and it was like the release yeah. of it and my parents wouldn't take me, but my sister offered to take me if I read the books first. Oh, three days later, I put the stack of seven books on her on her on like brought it up to her and said, I'm done. When are we going? That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you told me one time when you do something, you do it. And uh, yeah, you mean it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any other that you think are overrated? Overrated. Over- I mean, I pissed um, off the two big franchises. Oh, no. Did, oh, no. Did, Winter, did, Winter Soldier is the worst Marvel movie. 
I don't know if I agree with that one. <laughs> I I hate that movie. I think it's just like it goes to that spy genre like film thing and fails it on every account. I find that movie very uninteresting and boring. Yeah, but like you know that like Thor: The Dark World is a Marvel movie, right? <laughs> I, I appreciate that Thor: The Dark World could have been better. And just had some Marvel spilled into what could have been an interesting story. Winter Soldier has the only thing redeeming about it is the idea of the Winter Soldier is sweet. And the rest of that movie is awful. And people so, think okay, that's one of the okay, best well, ones. Well, let's wrap out. Let's wrap out a uh, Marvel movies. What's the best one? The best Marvel movie? Yeah. Ah, what? What's my favorite? Um. Okay. What's your favorite? Um. So. I, I want my answer to be a fi- Infinity War, but that answer feels like cheating. Okay. No, not Infinity War. Endgame. The last one. But yeah. that answer feels like cheating because the reason that that movie is so great is because it's the culmination of all the other ones. Yeah. So, like, on their own merits, it's probably just Captain America. I'm torn between Captain America and Homecoming. Homecoming is really good. I really like Homecoming's villain because it's just some guy who is down on his luck who took a bad route. You know what I mean? It yeah. feels like a mo- it feels like if superheroes were like an actual thing, like that's a very plausible movie. And of course, like Spider-Man, you know, it was done really good. Homecoming is um, is Homecoming. Well, who's the villain? I'm trying Vulture. OK, yeah, I just wanted yeah. to make sure I had the right movie. <laughs> Yeah, I just I found yeah, I found Vulture very believable. I really liked that villain and the the, the uh, plot twist, which obviously I don't give a shit if you haven't seen these movies of that. Like, you know, the girl he's been hanging out with. That's her dad. I mean, at this point, anyone who hasn't seen Marvel movies isn't watching. Yeah. The fact that like this girl, her dad is the villain guy. It's kind of sweet. It was sweet. It like it came out of nowhere and they didn't really hint at it. It adds to the whole, it adds to the whole, he's just a normal guy who wound up on a dark thing, right? Yeah, it's just, it's just like her dad. It was really good because there was a plot twist that you didn't have, you didn't feel dumb for not realizing it, but it was like really good. It didn't feel shoehorned. It was just, it, was like, it just happens to be your dad. What are the odds? You know, it was just kind of fun. I, like I also movie. think that Tom Holland was an incredible cast for Spider-Man. Oh, he's amazing. I think Holy he does such shit. a good job. Oh, yeah. So, do you have... Anything you think is underrated? Anything you're like, this movie is awesome. Movies. Yeah, I want to. Movies, wanna, I, wanna I think, are underrated. One sec. Let me like, pull up my Netflix. Just, or even just underappreciated movies. Um. Because I, because uh, I know there's like a few for me. Th- this, this is going to be bad. If you, Man, if you, you have go, one, go ahead. If you have one, go ahead. I, I, I'm going to need a second to think on this one. Yeah, yeah. This is a tough. One. Okay. Uh, underrated movies. I think X-Men Origins Wolverine is slightly underrated. As in, you think it's like slightly above average and people think it's slightly below. People think it's a five. I think it's a seven. OK, yeah, I can that, accept that. I can 100 percent accept that. Um, Tokyo Drift Fast and the Furious. OK, I need okay. to I need you to I need to hold with me here. OK, OK. Han is the best character in that franchise. The guy who yes. keeps eating crackers in the movie. And I think without that movie. I don't think I would have appreciated some of the, like, the ridiculous stuff it happened in the other movie. I feel like Tokyo Drift was a good transition point. And the driving okay, scenes yeah. in that movie, 
the driving scenes in that movie are the best ones of the franchise because almost all of them were actually done by drivers, not on tracks. You know what I mean? Like they, they weren't on rails. A lot of that driving is 100% legit and incredible. Yeah. So if you ignore the fact that the main actor is just the greasiest hick sponge in the world and is just like the worst actor I've ever seen, then that movie's actually pretty great. And for some reason, little Bow Wow was actually entertaining. And I didn't know he was capable of doing that as a person. So I actually kind of like, I really like Tokyo Drift. I actually like it more than like the last two or three Fast and the Furious movies. It's like solidly like probably like my fourth or fifth favorite of a franchise. that's just like gone way out of nowhere. And like Hobbs and Shaw was just like the dumbest movie I've ever seen. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. I feel like that entire movie just that, that entire movie series just became we need to one up our last movie. And then you get shit like in seven where they're being chased by a submarine across a lake. There's literally like basically <laughs> superheroes and supervillains in Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, even in the normal like, yeah, that yeah, it's just so I sometimes bad. feel like those movies are like more absurd than what you see in Marvel movies. Oh, they are greatly more absurd now. <laughs> Um, okay, so I, I, I have a couple. I have a couple. Uh, okay, the first okay. one, because I think you're going to take issue with this one, The Two Towers. You, wait, you think it's underrated? Yeah. I think that Hold. movie's incredible. Hold. The worst Lord of the Rings movie is Fellowship, so I'm okay with wait, this. what? Fellowship I thought you disliked Two Towers. Mm-mm. Oh, no, Fellowship most sucks. people hate Two Towers. No, no, no. I, I mean... Fellowship is still is probably one. like Fellowship is still probably an eight though. Fellowship would be an eight or a nine if you cut thirty minutes out of it. See, but that's the take that most people have on Two Towers, which is why I'm interested in this. Oh, Two Towers was really good. I liked it. There was a lot of world building. There was a lot of story building. I feel like the scenery shots got down a little bit. Okay, I'm in for the extended versions of Lord of the Rings. But instead of extended, they should be the alternate cut where you cut the chaff and add the extra stuff they got that they put in with the extended versions. I feel like the extended versions add a lot of world building to those three movies. And you should cut out the chaff from the other three or just make them five movies instead of I mean, three. I just think I think three, three and a half hour movies is fine. It Just a lot of it just feels like superfluous chaff. And there's so much cool stuff that happens in those. That's fair. But there's just a lot of superfluous chaff. So, um, I don't know. This is a little bit of a... I don't know if you'll know this reference. Do you know the Inheritance Cycle, the book series? Aragon, uh, Eldest Brzinger? I've seen Aragon. You've seen the movie? I've seen Aragon, yes. Have you read but any like, of the when books? When it came out. No, I have, have you not read any of the books. Book? Okay. No. So, the movie is dog shit. Agreed. Like, I'm not pulling any I'm not pulling any punches. The movie sucks. The books the books are like your teenager type novels. And I really mm -hmm. enjoyed them when I was a kid. And I knew a lot of people that hated the second book. Because the entire second book is Aragon goes and lives with the elves and literally like two thirds of the book is literally his day to day training with this uh, elder dragon writer that lives with the elves. Hmm. And it's actually just like him training and learning shit. And I know so many people that got bored out of their mind during that book and didn't finish it. It's my favorite book in the series. 
because it's just a ton of world building and interesting stuff and they just like trickle in like all this like lore and like backstory to the world and all this stuff but nothing actually happens like nothing happens for like two-thirds of that book it's all just world building and i love it and i feel like some people that have an issue with the two towers it's for the same reason there's a lot of like world building and information in two towers but it's not actually anything happening yeah i just like i don't agree with that i, I love like the world building stuff world building's good i like dune have you ever read dune i haven't that is some th they go into the political structure they go into how the economy is built up and like how everything works and it's it's incredible but you have to be in for it though because it is chunky <laughs> well like even like in um we read 1984 in school right mm -hmm. in high school and yeah. there's the there's the chapter in the middle of it that is where he reads the book yes. you know what i mean that's yes, all yes, about yes. how their society functions our teacher in grade 12 told us we could skip that part because it's boring. Mine did too. That's the most interesting part of that book. Yeah. It's actually the best part. And it's just like, well, if it's boring, you just skip. No, you can't. That's not allowed. <laughs> don't skip that part. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Other than that, like, I feel like there's a lot of movies I think are subtly uh, underrated. But nothing majorly. But I have nothing one like, other one. Nothing like it's super like, big. Yeah. Like, I feel like How to Train Your Dragon is slightly underrated because I feel like people think that movie's a nine and it's an 11. Oh, yeah. That movie's insane. It was so like, good. Like, that movie's probably just like the best animated movie of all time, like full stop. And like, I feel like people don't regard it as such. That's totally and, like, fair. Even like something like, um,. I'm blanking. Like, I love both the Now You See Me movies. Really? And, like, I don't think they're tens, but I feel like most people think they're sixes, and I think they're eights. Yeah, they're entertaining. They're actually yeah, down pretty good. They're entertaining. Even, like, the Jumanji remake with uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock. You and like Jack that? Jack Black. You oh, like I thought that? this movie was hilarious. Oh, they're so good. I love that movie. I didn't know I, you liked them. I thought them. this movie was amazing. <laughs> the way that they like incorporated like a little bit of video game stuff into it, it was just funny. And like, yeah, it's not the best movie out there, but mm -hmm. it is hilarious. <laughs> to be honest, they're the best video game movies. Oh, 100%. And they're not even about an actual video game, but when yeah. they're video game related topics, they're the best ones. The next one after that might be like, honestly, Sonic, which is really sad. Apparently it's really good. I haven't seen it yet. I saw it. It's actually like pretty decent. Yeah, and that's what like, I've heard. Finally, somebody just like made a decent video game movie. So. Uh, one last one. The Monty mm -hmm. Python, everything is underrated. Because they're all masterpieces. Because they're masterpieces. It's again like where I feel like people know they're good and people think they're a nine, but they're an 11. Just like yeah. it's some of the best television there's ever been. Give it the give it the respect it deserves. Hell yeah. So one more big topic here. Same thing. TV shows. Underrated, overrated. TV shows. TV shows. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I feel like. Do you have one for. Do, do, do you have one? 
You get us started, well, I think. Uh, most like an overrated TV show. Either way, so think about either the, one. The Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. Like I know this is something that like a lot of purist people agree on. You know, us elite people at The Simpsons. The Simpsons ended over twenty years ago. Like the show sucks and yeah. has sucked for like a really long time. The original episodes are great, but just anything past like I I honestly think the point of this movie, which like is one that people don't think about. I mean, with the TV show is when Maud dies in The Simpsons, the show sucked because the only redeemable character in that show that is not actively a piece of garbage was Flanders. And I actually really liked Flanders characters where he's a little bit, you know, a little uptight and a little bit, you know, a little too Christian-y sometimes, mm -hmm. but he's still a good guy. Yeah. And like in the show now, he's actively like a terrible person and I hate it. I yeah, liked sorry. good guy Flanders where he was like just the rock and even Homer too defended Flanders on several occasions in those old episodes. And when Homer got out of line, he would actually apologize to Flanders on behalf of everyone in a couple episodes. And it's just that show just has nothing redeemable about it. And it's just bad family guy. Now, if I want to yeah, watch something I mean, that random, I would just watch family guy. I mean, I feel like, and this is an unpopular opinion, but I think all of the cartoons that are actually like adult shows, like Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad. I think they all kind of suck. There's one that South reigns Park, above all. South Park is better than the rest, but I still feel like it's an eight. I feel like, like you... it's not like it's not groundbreakingly good. It's an eight. South Park has this issue where they got way too up their own butt for like yeah. four years. And like the show's good again, but when they when they got too political. Like they've always been political, but they went a little step too far and got a little too like, like up their own ass about stuff. The show dropped off really hard. I kept watching it because I love that show. But now that since they've put Randy working on a weed farm, the show's gone back to just being funny. And I really like it. So have I told you my theory on TV shows? No. I think there's actually only like one repeatable formula and genre that actually works for TV shows. And I don't okay. think that it like there's there's a couple exceptions, but by and large, this is the rule. OK, cop shows are the only TV shows that work. Oh, I love me a good cop show. Holy shit. Like cop shows are actually like the only good TV show that works. And there's very little exception to that. Agree. You know what's the most overrated TV show? I finally I knew I was forgetting something. Big Bang Theory. Well, that show sucks. Show is actively that really bad. That show is a show for people who don't know what they're talking about with nerd culture and want to um, laugh at it. And I hate that actually, show. Actually, the um, Big Bang Theory is big for the same reason that Rick and Morty is. Because it makes people feel smart when they're not. R Rick and Morty. <laughs> Rick and Morty is like Rick and Morty is like a seven as a TV show. It's like it's good. I I've watched it. I enjoyed it. But it's not like end of the world. Oh, my gosh, this is incredible, which people think it is. But that's because it. if you're watching it, the show makes you feel smart. Yeah. It's the same thing with Big Bang Theory. And it's not like it's not like those shows. It's not like you have to be smart to watch them. There's basically no media anywhere that you have to be smart to do, apart from maybe some like crazy, insane puzzle games. But that's less smarts and more just like logical thinking. And you can train that.
But like it makes you feel smart and as such people love it. Yeah. And like I I don't think either of them are that great. Like I, again, I think that Rick and Morty's like a 7. Big Big Bang Theory is like a 3. Maybe a two and a half. I hate that show so much. The show was just like about a bunch of awkward dudes who think they're smart, but do a bunch of dumb stuff all the time that if they're this smart, they shouldn't be doing. And it drives me yeah. crazy. So you guys are actually just stupid. And I can't stand that show. Well, like the show just deals with book smart as an absolute. Yeah. And it's just. I hate like, it. Like, there are a bunch of people who are nerdy and did well in school slash university, and the show treats that as the end point for smart. And even, too, there's, like, there's like book smart stuff in the show that they screw up, like, often. 100%. Oh, always, and it's just yeah. like, it's like, I don't believe any of this. The show sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I've got the movie. Just the, the the show just sucks. Like, yeah, I, I don't have there's nothing. I don't feel like there's anything else to say on that show. It's just no, bad. There isn't. It is bad. Um, I haven't I haven't underrated. That's more underwatched because the show isn't on anymore. And it makes me sad. And that's okay. Southland. Don't have you watched? This OK, no it's a idea cop, what this it's, is. It is a cop show. And it's the best one that ever okay, got so made. That's, all, that's already a win. Got it. Okay. So this was made back. I want to check this because this matters. It was made in 2009. Okay. So this show is the darkest cop show I've ever seen. It's filmed on non-closed sets for the most part. So there's a lot of organic stuff going on in the background, which is cool. The whole okay. show is about a guy who's starting to work in the police department. It has Ben McKenzie, which some people might know from like the OC or from uh, what you call it, the Batman show Gotham. So it's the same actor as the main guy in Gotham. I mean, that's so, already a win. He did. He was really good in Gotham. Yeah. And he's amazing in the OC, which is where I know him from. But I fear I watched Southland first. I've just recently watched the OC all the way through. Of course. <laughs> but the whole show is about him being a rookie cop and going to his police department. And the police in the show are normal people. They make mistakes. They get things right. The show doesn't care about anyone and will kill off a character no matter who it is, which is sick. This is like a cop, somebody else. This is very realistic. And there's a speech in the first episode where right after the guy like out of the ordinary has to shoot his gun on his first day. And the guy comes up to him and like gives him the line of basically like, you know, what we're doing out here. We're doing the best damn job that we can in the world. This is God's work. You get up every day and you strap that gun on and you do what you got to do to keep everyone safe. And just like, it's this hardcore dark show where these cops are just feel like real cops. There's bad yeah. cops in the show. There's good cops in the show. They have to make hard decisions. And mm -hmm. the show is insane. It's so good. There's five seasons. There's 43 episodes. That show should still be on. It's the sure. best show. It's the best show ever. And the problem is, is nobody watched it. And I think if it came out now, it would do better. Because it's two in two thousand nine, we weren't ready for like a very like that serious of a show. I don't think like at all. 
And even to now with the way there's all this controversy about all these people about stuff with cops, which we're not going to get into, but just that exists out in media now and in people's minds to having a show like this, that shows, yeah, there are some bad cops. There's also a lot of good ones. I think the show at would the end be of the day, it's incredible. Like it shows that it's a hard job. Yeah, it is a hard job. And they deal with that. They deal with people's stress and stuff. So I think this underrated in the fact that not enough people watched this. Like it has like insanely high ratings because people didn't want to watch it, which is it's a shame. Okay. I, I have a couple underrated. Okay. Uh the first one is actually Gotham. I think that do show's I really to, good. I don't do think I have people to try get again for it. Do I have to try again? I watched you don't like have five to try episodes. Um might have to. Yeah, I just I, as I said, I think that the the cop show formula is the best one. And that's why a show like Gotham, I feel like, didn't flop, whereas you have superhero shows that wind up do flopping because it's not a superhero show. It's a cop show. Yeah. Same thing with like even like you can you can use that same logic to like. Supernatural or Lucifer. Where yeah, it, takes these extra, it takes the <laughs> extra things and filters them into a cop show and it makes these external ideas and concepts work a little bit better. Um, yeah. I think that The Witcher is underrated. You think it's um, like just like a 10 out of 10? I think I think the show's actually just like a 10 out of 10. I think it is the best sci-fi TV show we've ever had. Or not sci-fi, like f- high fantasy TV show we've ever had. Ooh. To be fair, there haven't been a lot of good ones, so I'm in for a good one. I mean, to be fair, it would have been a close second to Game of Thrones, but season 8 exists. Oh. <laughs> That's so sad. But so, I think that show's really good. Um, and then my other underrated one is Sherlock. I didn't believe in this show until you showed me. This show's incredible. <laughs> I think Sherlock is the best show of all time. Ooh, that's a hot one. That's a real hot one. That's spicy. And like, it's kind of weird because it's not, it almost doesn't feel like a TV show. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a ton of movies, but it is a TV show. And I think it's actually just the best one of all time. Show is so good. <sighs> I'm not sure best of all time for me personally, but that show is really good. I really like that show. And also just like we've seen we've seen so many reboots of like the Sherlock Holmes story and it's been done so many times. I never want to see someone who isn't Benedict Cumberbatch ever playing Sherlock Holmes ever again. Yeah, it it ruined the Robert Downey Jr. movies for me. I can't watch those anymore. And the Robert Downey Jr. movies weren't bad. It's just Sherlock's way better. (laughs) I feel like I feel like the role was almost made for him. Like, I feel like he yeah. is perfect for that role. Yeah. So before we uh, wrap this up here, because I think I pretty much covered my whole list of things for you. Is there any is there any TV show right now out there that you're watching? Or one that you recommend to people? Can we count Lucifer time like seven? <laughs> the show is really good. <laughs> Um, I mean, right now, what I'm watching on Netflix is Lucifer and Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I, I need to watch Queen's Gambit. I have not watched it yet. I'm going to have to do that. So far, it's pretty good. I'm liking what I've seen. Like, I watched The Boys this year, and that movie, that show was really good. Oh, The Boys. Like, if you have not watched that, The Boys, that's a big one. That show is so good. It is like, this- it is for a specific type of person. You have to there be are going to be dark people, TV show. 
There are going to be people who don't enjoy that show, but I loved it. Uh, everything about that show was so good. Uh, the, the the moment I was hooked was when he gave the Spice Girls speech. <laughs> I was rolling. <laughs> I'm pretty like the moment that just like set that show off for me was like the first time that you had the superheroes like in their room start talking about points. And that yes. they were like up two points. And then oh, you like incredible. have like the you have like the call right at the beginning where Starlight and Maeve go, and then it's just actually a TV set. Yeah. It's and she's amazing. just like not ready for it. And it's just like so uh Oh, it's incredible. And no yeah. spoilers here, but the plane scene where they're on the oh, plane. Oh yeah. No spoilers here, because that seems too oh, good yeah. to spoil. That was like, I get this show now, and I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it yeah. so much. That show just like had a concept and was like, we're not backing down at all. We're doing it and then did it. And it was incredible. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it too, because after Homelander, Reno, Homelander is also just one of the best characters on TV. He it's done. Everything about him's done so well. I think Homelander as a concept, as a superhero is my favorite one ever. Yeah. It, he's amazing. Uh, right oh, yeah. For me, too. I think. The boys is a big one we're watching. We're watching like SWAT whenever that's on. That show's like really good cop show. The other big one I want to give a shout out to before we get out of here is Hilda. I don't think you've watched this yet, have you? I have not. You need to watch it. Okay. Hilda is, in my opinion, the best fantasy property I've ever watched. It's amazing. It's just all about this girl. And her mom living in this little cabin in the woods and the fantastical stuff that happens around them. And it's just like this really good show where every episode kind of leads into the other one. And it's a it's a compounding story. It is kid friendly. But adults should watch it. I don't know if I've ever seen a fantasy show that's been this engaging, this imaginative. But everything makes sense in like this world that they've built. And the characters are incredible. And when you come across like some mythical beast, a lot of a lot of shows like this will have some kind of creature. And then it's just gone. After they've talked mm-hmm. about it in an episode, this show, they all lead into each other. So like you That's walk cool. into. Yeah, like they meet like you say that like they meet like this water elemental, you know, eight episodes ago. And then here it is on the beach, like swimming by in another episode because it's just part of their world. Like everything yeah. is a part of their world. And the main character isn't like some kind of a hero complex character. They're not like some kind of all powerful thing. It's just this kid who's just living out life with her mom. And they just live in like this fantastical world. It is the best fantasy TV show. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Like I've never watched anything better than this for like an all ages show. And I think it's underwatched right now. And I'm really hoping to kind of spread it a bit more. People need to watch this show. You and me are going to be watching it soon. I'm going to make you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll give you one TV show to make me watch. There we'll trade. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have one more thing. Okay. What do you got? Hit me. Um, I think I've asked you this question before, but we're gonna do it on um. I'm scared. On recording. Uh oh. Best Disney movie, animated Disney movie. Oh my god. <laughs> We're doing this again, eh? We're doing this again. Okay. This is one of those things, too, that I feel like my opinion can change every once in a while. 
But okay, so oh, yeah. do That's fair. do do yours. Do mine? Yeah, what what's your favorite? Marvel doesn't uh, count. No, 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 no. Like animated, yeah. like traditional. Yeah, animated, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh I think mine has to be Moana. It's still Moana for you, eh? I think it's still Moana. Movie's really good. So what is it that sets Moana apart for you? Like, like what makes know, it I just special? Think everything about that movie is good. I don't know. Why does something have to set it apart for me? Why can't every part of it just be good? Now, I'm trying to remember here. Did, did we count? So it has to be an original animated thing by Disney, or can I just pick an animated thing? I mean, you can just pick an animated thing. That's fine. Because I, I think but I this mean, movie is. If isn't... I just pick an animated thing, then my answer changes. Okay, if you could pick anything, what's yours then for animated Just thing? any animated movie? Yeah. Klaus. Agree. I watched Klaus again, and it got me again. <laughs> I've watched times I, now. I literally watched that movie like six times this year. Okay, okay, okay. This technically is a Disney movie. I, I looked okay. it up, and technically, technically, is a Disney movie. My favorite one is Ratatouille. Okay, I can accept that. That's a good one. And yeah, and my reasoning for Ratatouille is it made me want to start cooking a bit more again at a time where I was just kind of having like, you know, depression issues a bit. And and whenever I get like sad or stuff and like feel bored about cooking and all this stuff, because it's something I do like the majority of it for our house, right? Did I really I just watch that movie? The way they talk about things there the scene where the critic is actually eating the ratatouille and just like the fact that it reminds him of like, you know, when he was a kid and everything, it's just like, it's beautiful. That movie's so good. There's a good mixture of like kid jokes and a few adult jokes in it too. And it's the emotion that it conveys about food mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. That's totally I, fair. I think that would have been my answer last time you asked me to. I, just think that movie's insanely good and the lion king is one of the worst ones but anyhow um <clears throat> i mean if we're just gonna go animated and cut out klaus because that movie's in the conversation for best movie of all time not animated yeah i feel like it's i feel like it's how to train your dragon for me yeah that that this that is that's that is such a good movie that's so good yeah I don't know, like, if you go full animated movies, Spirited Away has to be up there pretty high for me. Yeah. Like, that movie's so good. But, yeah, I just figured this would be fun. You know, like, we, I've been busy. It's been Christmas stuff. Have a nice little fireside chat with you, you know? I've still got the <laughs> fire blaze in here on my monitor. I've got this 10-hour loop going. Wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so, on the next, next week, everyone can expect nice Game of the Year episode. That's going to be exciting. Yeah, I have to shut down Minecraft and actually play some stuff to have some information yeah, on it. You are you need to start playing a massive amount of games here, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be playing a lot, too. So. Oh, that's exciting. Well, I actually have to. Do I have to turn on my PlayStation and play something on it? I think I do, don't I? Oh, God. What did you miss? The game that's probably actually just game of the year. No spoilers. Oof. No, no, I don't know which one you're talking about. We're talking about this off off camera. I need to know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, should we get on out of here? I don't, I don't think this game is anywhere but PlayStation. 
Whatever. Oh. Yeah, we'll talk no? about this after. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone, have fun. Stay safe. Yeah. Enjoy life. And Hope everybody uh, had a had a good Christmas. Yeah. And if you didn't, you know what? Just write into us and complain about it. We're here to listen. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll listen. I'll listen to you more than I listen to Michael. It'll be great. <laughs> everyone can listen to no one listens to me. It's fine. It's it's okay. Here, just just be sad. Just a sad little outro. So sad. I'm depressed. <laughs>